Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Reperception Podcast. I'm JP. We're going to get into some crazy topics tonight. Or maybe not so crazy. I don't know. One thing's for sure. It's not being reported in the mainstream media. But there's a growing number of people in the world that are taking out their HD quality cameras and taking some great footage. Anyways, I'm going to share some great stories with you tonight with Neil, the Open Eye Project. Open Eye Project can be found so many places. It's right there on Twitter, Facebook. He's got a new Spreaker show. You know that. So, uh, join us and relax. Let's go get Neil right now. Shoot, he's waiting for me, probably. All right. So I got this started up and uh, just gave a little introduction on the Open Eye Project. And the Open Eye Project is going to grow. I think it's a great yeah, idea. Uh, it's a great idea. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's mainly about opening your mind to, uh, you know, to see things that's, uh you know, we're, you know, we're so busy with our life, you know, working every day, you know, when, uh, no one has the time to really do this, you know, uh, cause it's been 13 years since, you know, I found out about my mother, you know, and I didn't see these things, you know, mm. uh, and when I started looking, you know, seeing things, it's like, wow, man, this is really cool. And I started doing research like numerology, you know, working with crystals. I mean, science stuff, reading about Nikola Tesla and, you know, science and planets and everything. But if you think about it, why hasn't no one even made this name Open Eye Project? I mean, it's like it's way overdue. Really, I'm telling you, it's way overdue. Um. And the thing is, I'm a master teacher of how to open to open the conscious mind, you know, scientifically. And I found out the ways to do it. And that's the big thing. You know? So like looking through your eyelids. Uh, if you look through your eyelids, it activate it activates your third eye and you could actually see spirits of light. You know, if it's if you if it's at nighttime and you're camping out in the middle of the desert or the woods with no flashlight, and you turn on your night vision too as well and look through your eyelids and doing that too, you know, mm-hmm. that's some things that no one, no one's telling nobody about this, but me really. Yeah. You know. Well, it's um, it is refreshing because. People, uh, I think now more than ever, people are questioning everything and, uh, but they don't know there's no real leaders out there. Uh, 
and, and so people are kind of like fishing for an avenue of of light or or some kind of thread of information to go on that's why um you know you have there's there's some podcasts out there i don't know if you've heard of globe it's globebusters globebusters is probably the apex of uh of what's going on on like youtube right now uh as far as kind of like um alternate um i guess information it's not exactly alternate news it's alternate information and it's um they they're huge i mean 30 40,000 subscribers um I mean, there's there's channels with way more, and I think they have way more subscribers. But I mean, for um, they may do a podcast though and get thirty or forty thousand people right off the bat. I mean, that's just insane. Uh, imagine yeah. the energy that you'd be getting uh, if you had those numbers. If you just had thousands of people checking you out, uh, imagine where you might go with it. I I just think that. Um, that's an exciting proposal. I, I really do. I, that's why I, I like this sort of this line of information sharing. Uh, it's different, but it's also, far, in my opinion, the most important stuff because it's been clearly a lot of it's been hidden from us. Thing like what yeah, you're like, explaining, like, like how to see. Well, like the, uh, you got these certain people they call what gurus, yeah. right? And you got. Uh, the, it's kind of like the name game, like the awakening people. You know, they're saying everybody's waking up. Uh, but I haven't really researched why, how to do it, you know, from them. I only did the research on my own because every time I did a, a research thing, I had an outcome that, like, freaked me out. Like, you know, I didn't know. You know, when you do an experiment, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, because you never did it. You know, about the railroad tracks with the energy field. You know, the trees have energy. You know, I meditated underneath a tree. I did it. I did crystals. You know, I, I just started doing these things. And every time I did it, something like it was a miracle to me. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen, you know, I saw stuff, you know they had an outcome and, and it was, uh, but I never did nothing that never worked. You know, I like, I'm gonna give you an example. You know how you do experiments and you, you know, you got an outcome. Well, I never, for some reason I knew it would work. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Before I did it, I knew something, I knew something was going to happen. I just didn't know what, you know? So, uh, you know, that's what's kind of cool, you know, like the motorcycle thing. That was the biggest, I mean, the real big thing, uh, because it was like alchemy. You know how you turn things into gold uh, with metal, you know, scientists, but they have a spiritual alchemy that people talk about, but yet no one knows, you know. Oh, yeah. Anything. <clears throat> it, it, you know, they talk about it. They say, oh, yeah, you ever heard about that spiritual alchemy? But no one could give you any details about it because no one, you know. But the motorcycle thing is like a portal collider. What happens is 
these vampires that's been sucking on us for so long and, and the aliens that, you know, it's alien technology. Alien technology is vampirism and manipulation of DNA. All right, imagine if you're mankind and you got all these superpowers, you could see this, you could, you know, use telepathy and all this, but yet when they do the uh, DNA thing and, and, and fuck up our DNA, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're, you're a human. So you're less, you're less. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mankind is up here and you have all these powers, but yet you, all the humans are just down below, right? So, when, you know, when they do the DNA and they do vampirism technology, you become human. And that's less than a mankind. So, so that's what I was thinking. So if I rode a motorbike, these, these demons couldn't follow me that easy. And plus I could drive through the atmosphere and absorb all these particles to build my energy up instead of being a two volt battery, which is a human, I was like 10 volts or, you know, 12 volts. So my senses, my eyesight, my hearing, you know, all my central perception went up high. Right. So that's what I was thinking before I did it. And it actually worked. I mean, you know, I started looking at the cloud people, Right. And the first time I looked up there, the woman was saying, hey, uh, help us, help us. It's like, <laughs> okay, what's wrong? You know, I asked her what's wrong. And uh, and all at once I lost my telepathy. I couldn't hear her no more. Her mouth was moving, but I couldn't hear her. But what happened was my, I got excited. And it, it like shut down, you know, the system. You know, the system of hearing, like telepathy, it shut down. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Kind of like uh, you lost your superpower. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. Like somebody held up the excited, kryptonite. I, well, I got, I got worried about her, and then, you know. Uh, I, yeah. uh, so, you know, that was one experience that I really didn't do all them years, you know, that was, uh, I'm trying to figure. But here's the thing, Neil, years. when you're conducting, demonstrating, and, and, and you're, you're doing experiments and you're demonstrating something, nobody can laugh at you. Nobody can say anything to you at that point. You're doing it. And, and that's, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what interests me the most. And, um, just, you know, different ways of measuring the moon. And um, I'm taking my camera out and I'm, I have a telescope and um, I'm getting a coupler so I can use them all together. And, um, but, you know, just trying different things because I was taking a bunch of pictures of the sun and I'm doing everything I can to try to eliminate, the, you know, what, what I think are either maybe another version uh, or the other sun. All right. Um, but what I'm trying to do is minimize my, um, the um, possibility of sun dogs and uh, other things creeping into the image. But um, what I really want to do is get a full spectrum camera and, and start really kind of taking pictures of the sun every day. Because what I, what I think is that we are in a, a dual sun system. More people now than ever 
are are aiming their cameras at the sun. We're going to start seeing all kinds of new information on it. And and look, all of this is creating pressure on NASA. What did they do just a, a couple months ago or last month? They actually told us the moon is in our atmosphere, is in Earth's atmosphere, which draws the yeah. moon way in. Now, what they did on the back end of that is they said the moon is in Earth's atmosphere, but Earth's atmosphere now extends a quarter million of miles, which is complete horse crap. We both know that. We all know that. Uh, but, um, but the fact is they changed science. It's 1984 all over Animal Farm, actually. It's Animal Farm. If you ever read the book, they're just changing the rules right before well, our faces and going, well, we, you know. Well, we're just gonna, ch- yeah. you know, that's how it's that's how it is now. <laughs> well, when I was doing my research looking at the moon, I I could see with my eyes without see you can't look with a telescope when you're looking at the moon and seeing that it's in the atmosphere. You could actually use your eyes. If you use a cell phone, it looks farther away, but your eyes, I mean, they ought to have a camera where. You could figure out, okay, well, what I'm seeing, the camera's seeing the same size or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So they need something like that. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I was looking at it, I was telling people, look, man, that freaking moon, when it's far away. It's not in the atmosphere yet. But when it gets full moon, yeah, it's way closer. I mean, it's really close. Super close. close. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, I don't know so, if, if if just because it's smaller, you, th- you think it's just, uh, you know, maybe on some kind of strange orbit then? So when it's yeah, small, it's yeah, it's it's just yeah, extended uh, out further? I actually, yeah, I actually looked it up. Uh, uh, last year, they said it was like two, I don't know if it was November, December, but they said the moon is going to be closer. Oh, to right. Third. Oh, during a supermoon. Super yeah, yeah. When the moon gets full, it's closer to the Earth. Well, how about this, Neil? This is uh, something I've been thinking on lately, too. Uh, and if words have meaning, uh, when they talk about a new moon, and, and you know, when, when there's a new moon, it, it's invisible in the sky. Now, I what I think is that the moon is actually with in our eyesight. It's in the sky, but it's a as a new moon. Okay, if it's a new moon, right? Uh, then I'm thinking it's in our sky. It's just invisible and, and completely transparent. And the reason I say that is, look, man, there's no new moon, right? Or is there a new moon? What are they telling us with that? If words have meaning, a new moon is a new moon, and um, well, and, and and to me, uh, you I know, they're just telling. I think there's a yeah, but I think there's a different moon out there. I, like when I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. uh, I see uh, I see like two moons almost. Like there's one moon behind the moon or something, but when it becomes black. That don't make sense. It's got to be some kind of eclipse where some planet that's out there, further out there or wherever it's at, it could be invisible. And it's putting yeah. a shadow on the moon. Could you be. See what I'm saying? Could be, man. 
It could it be. Has to be. This it is has where to be I. A this is what I, the experiments I want to start making. Something that tests this theory out that um, it's the the moon is in our sky. It's just maybe blo- uh, just shadowed over or invisible. Um, you know. Why, if it's if we're looking at the same old moon that we've always looked at, why do they call it a new moon? I just have. Uh, well, they're probably talking about the other moon. Darren says the full moon doesn't mean the moon is closer. It's actually they, they actually have uh, said that almost every time. They they will tell you the moon is closer. But I've heard this before. The, how can the moon be that far away? You know, when it goes, you know, black, something's making it black. Yeah, it's something. Not a, uh, it's not the Earth. It's not an Earth eclipse or nothing. It's not an eclipse. But they say, like you said, a new moon. Right. So I think a it's new an, moon. Um, another moon or a planet uh-huh. that's uh, casting a shadow uh, or something. I don't know. It's. A, I right. mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's like... Right, uh, we're about to hit a new moon, so uh, it might be time to pull out the cameras or or just get out there and start looking at the sky and and looking for some kind of anomaly. But um, yeah. you know, I I do find it. Uh, I don't know. I find the well, wording they, kind of strange. They they have planets out there that I saw that decloaked itself. They could have an invisible planet out there that's casting a shadow. Every month, you got to understand this happens every month. The new right. moon, yeah, every month, and it's not a solar eclipse. You know, this thing turns black for what a couple of days or whatever, or transparent. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, but what what's casting that shadow? It's not the Earth doing it, is it? No, I don't know. I, but you know, we go back. We go back to our other. You know, if we go back to our other theory about, well, at least my theory that you know we have two suns, um, it kind of makes sense if you look at the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost uh, symbolism, uh, where you're looking at one sun is actually three suns is actually one sun. Uh, just it's such a trippy philosophy, but when you when you kind of dig in, it starts to kind of. Yeah, you know, there's there, there's ways to make sense of it. I just I'm not as well versed yeah, with some yeah, of the hermetic yeah. studies. I I, I really yeah. want to be well well uh, studied in hermetics and uh, obviously more yeah, astronomy. Where's the mother? Where's the mother? I mean, uh, I I when I started I, when I was younger, I even thought the same thing. I says, hmm. okay, it's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. Well, where's the mother? Where's the mother at? You know, right? Uh, so that, that that doesn't make sense. But they talk about the Trinity. Uh, now the Trinity was made up uh, by the Catholic Church, and one dude was arguing with the Catholic Church, like, uh, "Where the hell you get this from? You know, this Trinity thing. You know." And so that's kind of new too. I, I'm glad you talked about that too because. That's the name game crap going on. So I would I'm not gonna believe in this father, son, and the Holy Ghost. Now I know there's a father, but there's a mother too. There must be. So Yeah. So I would just say the father and the mother. That's you know, interesting. And, uh, 
Well, if you look at the universe as an electric universe, uh, what is the, you know, like, so like the sun would be electric. What would be the, the opposite to that would be um, magnet, magnetism. Mag, mag, so the moon would be magnetic and the sun would be electric. Well, the, the earth is uh, the same thing, but they have an atmosphere on the moon. I saw a video where they were on the moon and the wind was blowing and their ba- the bag was like moving and the dude was talking about, he says, oh, look what he says. He says, hey, look, look, look. You know, and the dude looked at the bag and he went to the bag and he picked up the bag and put it on top of the, you know, the spaceship, you know, shelf or whatever it was. So the moon has an atmosphere. The wind blows. You know, if that was on the moon, unless it was some kind of, uh, unless they was out, you know, trying to make a fake uh, moon landing or something, you know? Yeah. So why would that bag? Why would that bag be moving back and forth like that? Like the wind was blowing. You know. Mm, something to so, think about. So a lot. I don't trust. Look, I don't trust a lot of crap that they fucking show on film. Or whatever, because I trust what I see with my eyes, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's important to keep up with the experiments. Have yeah, you done but, any? You know, one day I might. I filmed. I filmed the moon with a night vision goggles, and I saw a stargate open up. It was like that, like a quarter of a moon, and a stargate. The moon. If you film it with night vision, are you able you to film in night? That. Are you able to film in night vision? Yeah, with the uh, night vision goggles on the cell phone. Yeah, and uh, I got it on film where a Stargate opened up. You know, the moon just grew. I mean, it just, it was like a Stargate, and something popped out of it, you know. And I got it on film, and I actually put it on YouTube, I think it was. And this, wherever that thing was that popped out was pretty darn big. Uh... And I got it on film, and I, I think I put it on YouTube too. Well, one thing and I got, I I just looked into it, and I I got a uh, a lens coming my way for my camera, I, and it's um an infrared lens for my Canon. Oh wow, so, man! That I would love to see what dude, I would love to see that. That I can't wait for that to happen. So I'm waiting on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so, all, but uh, even with um, infrared and uh, even a full spectrum camera you, you're not really getting all the spectrums of light but you are getting stuff that the eyes can't pick up stuff that our normal lens yeah. or our eyes can't see but see I'm in between uh, night vision and I don't know if I'm seeing infrared I could be seeing infrared though I don't know Are you see- if, if it would have uh, a pinkish tint to it you might I mean that's that's a good way to know. Well, the things I see, it's, um, I see particles like the TV set, like something there. Uh, I'm looking at the right. Some things are moving and it's all this energy. It's like a TV set with static. And then I see these figures moving. You know, I got, a, uh, I got my, I got this, well, I got my Bluetooth on. So all that light's going in my face. Right. So, but if I'm in the city, 
I can't see this stuff that good. You mm-hmm. know, I could see them in the trees. Uh, they look transparent. Uh, but I don't know if that's infrared because I don't know what through an infrared camera. I looked through a night vision goggles, and it's kind of like a night vision goggles, but it's it's not the same. So, well, we'll have we'll uh, we'll test it out later. We eventually we'll we'll find out. It, hey, you know what I was thinking about doing? What's well, I better not talk about that. I wanted to <laughs> um, build a houseboat. And I found a river that's uh, on the Colorado River, and it's got a lot of place. It's all natural forest, whatever, and you could explore with uh, metal detectors and stuff and find meteorites or a hidden cave. Huh. You know, just like they found, yeah, just like they found them caves over there in uh, the Grand Canyon. Well, I found a stretch. It's like a hundred miles all the way from. Hoover Dam down south, right? Uh-huh. It's like 100 miles of the lake. And if I had solar panels and fr- a wind, uh, you know, a windmill that charges batteries up, I could have refrigerator, I could have radio, you know, internet or whatever. Uh, I thought that would be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, could, yeah, I mean, uh, I could actually rent uh, fishing, like f- people that want to go fish, if they want to just come like three days and go fishing, they could have, you know, I could have bunk beds and stuff. I could cook for them, you know, uh, make a little money like that too. But I could explore that place, you know. Damn, you man. know, without having that. Remember, I told you about the flying machines that you could have or a Goodyear blimp, but. Uh, a lot of that would cost a lot more money, but I, I was thinking about having a dirt bike. You know, you could park it on the uh, houseboat mm-hmm. and get a ramp, and wherever you find a place to go explore, just crank up the motorbike and just go check out. You know, you know, even have a metal detector, try to catch, you know, find some meteorites. You know. You know, just do some kind of exploring, man. Stabby might come with us. He says he's interested. I, I'd be interested in that. We, you know, what we do. We set up an expedition, man. We just set a date and we all yeah. meet out there. The more eyes, the better, man. It would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, just, if we had like uh, five guys yeah. or whatever, you know. Oh hell um, yeah! You know, it'd be. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, it'd be a free. It'd be weird, man. It'd be. I, it would be know. weird. There you know, know something weird would happen. No, but what if we find something? <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, you know that's the best. Th- that's the when good things happen, man. When you get get some group think, <clears throat> you know, people are looking for this for maybe not the same thing, but looking, you know, looking for things. That's when that's when good things happen. <clears throat> In the mountains, they got met. You know, if you had a metal detector, you could find meteorites while you're looking for a cave entrance or whatever. You know, or you know, we could film the uh, giants that were uh, turned into stone. You remember that? Oh yeah. Cause see, we could, we could do a documentary. You know that uh, that Greer guy, Stephen Greer, whatever. He's oh yeah. He's doing a documentary about aliens. Oh, not Stephen Greer. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I hate that guy. He's in California doing a documentary right now. Oh, that guy is that guy is such a monster, though. I don't... Yeah, but he, uh, he's uh, believes in uh, no. He's he don't believe in uh, evil aliens. He believes that all aliens are good, and that he's full of shit. He is full of shit okay. about that. Okay, uh, I, I love to get in his fucking face and say, "Look, dude, yeah. you're a, uh, you're a dumbass." I would tell him. I would no too. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd tell him to his face. I I am just not a fan of. Uh, the whole disclosure, <clears throat> what is it called? The disclosure project or something? That's whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, a lot. Of, he's the only one that's saying that, though. The rest of them are talking about the aliens are bad. A lot of them. Now, yeah, some but, of them are good. I don't. I don't like They're a lot good. of their talking points, though. That's just one of the many things I disagree with them on. And uh, oh, yeah. in the end, they're they're really about money and and kind of getting fame and popularity and I, I yeah i'm i'm not buying any of their nonsense and, and same goes for uh, ancient aliens and to me it's all the same shit uh ancient yeah, aliens uh, and if we had cameras we could film at night and you might catch some ufos flying around so there's a lot of stuff that we could you know explore you know, uh, there's a lot of things you, you know, it's really primitive out there. I mean, uh, if you ever look at the map, I could show you, uh, it's all green. It's like the natural forest or whatever you want to call it. And there's no cities in between that. So it's all primitive, you know, man, that sounds like a good opportunity. Where, where did you say it was? What, what state? Uh, it's in Nevada. Uh, you know, Laughlin? Is oh. it, uh, Laughlin? Yeah. Where, uh, the, oh, where by the Colorado River there. Uh, yeah, it's Colorado River. And they got that big lake where the dam, Hoover Dam is way up north. And then this other dam is there. I thought about, uh, you know, building the thing. You know, have a boat motor, you know, uh. But we could take a, just a small boat, and you know it'd be a lot cheaper. I think we're going to have to figure out a way to get um, to illegally get Dennis over the border from Canada to come join us. Dennis has got to be there. He, that guy sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, but I think we got to take a regular boat. Oh yeah, and just go scope it. Out, go scope it out because you don't want to build a big ass houseboat. You know, with uh. uh solar panels you know and you know you know that might become later on you know but i think what we need to do is like rent a boat rent just rent the boat or if we know someone that has a boat uh you know a big enough boat to carry like five people or whatever four people and just go just go looking you know and but see, uh, i could see things i could see things that other people can't see so, I, you know, I think I could help out a lot more than, you know. And then if you got the cameras. Oh, yeah, man. We'll have it. <clears throat> I have cameras, yeah, but I also have I have something that a lot of people <clears throat> just don't have uh, as uh, as we get older. I have 100% curiosity. And uh, I, 
you know i i may i may not have the best eyes in the world uh you know i i miss a lot of symbolism and i miss a lot of things sometimes but uh one thing i have and i don't lack have a lack of is uh drive and an interest and and definitely curiosity for for this sort of things so when you have that combined with you know you have some good and i'm a teacher i i've uh i've I've been in classrooms for for fifteen over fifteen years. Uh, I know how to um, I know how to draw up a you know a, a nice diagram. So I think I think if we combined all of our resources together, uh, I think we'd have a natural impulse to get information and to uh, dictate it and put it down on whatever medium we decide, whether it's video or audio, drawn, written, form, whatever it is. Uh, I think when you put a bunch of heads together and and with and you, you set up on a mission, you're going to come up with some good stuff. You're going to come up with original things, and you're going to have uh, 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 some experiments. You're going to have a better chance to execute some good experiments. Yeah, uh, well, if we had a boat, uh, you know... Uh, what about an RV? We could do it by well, land. We got to have a lot of gas, but you know to go to you know go exploring it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, we got to have an RV that way we could sleep too. Yeah, that's another thing too. We got to have a place to sleep probably, you know, you know for other people uh I could always sleep in my car or whatever cuz I'm used to it. Everybody, but, you've uh, got to donate now to the Open Eye Project. Uh, or the Reperception podcast. All one hundred percent of your proceeds will go to our RV fund or our boat fund. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I do there's think no if we find, man, there's no telling what you can find, and an open mind and an open eye is uh, is key. It's critical. Oh yeah. I don't think there's yeah. anything that could stop an open eye. Do you? Well, no. Uh, well, it's an open mind, too. I mean, you can't... A lot of people close their mind. You know, if you're a religious person or you're in that spiritual stuff where you close-minded and you don't want to listen to nobody, right? It's kind of like, you know, uh, that's when you get closed-minded. But right. if you're an open-minded person, you could learn, you know, more, you know? And that's that's the key of uh, existence, you know. So I, I thought about telling you that, though. I should Good. have told you that when, yeah. we, when we was talking. We, well, we should have talked about that in private, maybe, and not put it on film. <laughs> which which part? Uh, the boat? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, the boat trip and going exploring. Well, but, you know, hey. I wanted to talk. <clears throat> well, it's kind of like the Open Eye Project. You know, we want to do a documentary about the Giants that I saw. I, I, I ran on the Giants in Arizona when I saw the dinosaur tracks. Uh, and the dead dinosaurs were laying there, and they were turning to stone, and the mud was turning to stone, and the feces were turning to stone. And, you know, the dude was showing me all that stuff, the Indian guy. Mm. And he talked about that meteorite that hit, you know, between – New Mexico and Arizona, and then I started looking around at the mountains, 
and I started seeing these faces of giant faces, but they wasn't American Indian. They looked Caucasian. You know, they wasn't black people. They didn't have big noses. They looked like white Caucasian people, and they were giants. And so I looked on the Internet to see if anybody knew about this, and then, hey, the uh, mud fossil dude, Nice. Talk, you know, I need to get I need to get them people in a conference with me where we could talk about that. Well, here's you know, the okay. So Neil, the two problems I have are this: one, I don't accept that dinosaurs ever existed. Now, now there were, I believe there were giants and uh, um, much larger animals, but I, I don't believe that. I don't by the whole dinosaur mythos. Uh, also, one thing that concerns me, uh, mud fossils. Um, the first time I ever heard about, uh, the, uh, I don't know, not the mud fossils, but what was, uh, what do you call that? The, um, darn, the uh, mud... Oh, mud floods, mud floods. The first time I ever heard of mud floods was from um, ancient aliens. So that was kind of like a thumbs down for uh, mud floods. But I'm going to keep an open mind to it a little bit. The thing is, I've done a lot of research with the dinosaurs. I'm just not buying it. I don't think anybody could change my mind on it. But hey. Yeah, but I've seen it. Hey, look, I'm going to have to take you there. Uh-huh. And you could see it in person. You could see it in person. I saw I will the take bones, a look. And, and half of the body was cast into stone, but the other part was, like, fried. It, like, you know, the uh, meteorite was so hot where it just fried all the bone, you know, the, the meat off the bone. And you could see the bone, but the other half was cast into stone in the mud. The mud saved the other half. So I could show you the proof. I mean, but I didn't know about giant, you know, I, well, I heard about giant uh, humans, but I never seen them before. And when I started looking around, I thought I was the first one to find out this, right? <laughs> and these giants were big, dude. I mean, they're freaking huge, dude. I, they must have been a mile high just walking around or something. And uh, so, but when I found out about the uh, Mountains Were Alive by this woman, she's doing, you know, uh, on YouTube, you could find it too. They got, th- she has thousands and thousands of photographs of humans turning to stone, elephants, animals, you know, even a, a dragon I saw, you know, all kinds of creatures. Uh, that was turned into stone. I mean, it was like, wow, man. It was like, it was pretty cool to uh, to look at that. So, but we well, you know, I'd, I'll go take a look at. I, I'm not opposed to looking at it. Uh, I'd need some serious convincing that uh, dinosaurs ever existed, though. Um, not after. Not after information I've seen, but you never know. I, you know, I do have an open mind to so many things, and you never know what could, uh, hey, what could happen. Yeah, I never told you about this, but I see dinosaurs in the spirit world, like a big giant, uh, you know, the Rex one, like a T Rex. You ever, you ever saw? 
Yeah, the T-Rex. I see. I went in the desert. There were some places I went in the desert, and I seen these dinosaurs running around like they're going to eat somebody and shit. I mean, uh, but I've seen the shark. I mean, uh, they call them Begabons. Now, it's uh, it's called it's B-A-G-U and B-O-N. Uh, Begabon. Yeah, and that's a great white shark. But they got bigger sharks too. But I don't know if this is a, a bigger shark than the white, sh- you know, a big white shark, because these sharks look like the great white. But you know, in reference, when you're seeing them swimming, you know, in the uh, stars, you know, I could see them coming out the earth too, and they're big. I mean, and some of them are small. Uh, like on the bit beach in Texas, one time I was going to McDonald's and I never seen I seen sharks coming out the sand, you know, out of the ground. Right. But I never seen a shark coming out the ground where McDonald's is. I was like, holy shit, man! I see this shark uh, coming out the ground right by my foot. I was like, I had to back off a little bit. I said, oh shit, they're they're even out here. And I saw them along the beach, you know, they're coming out of the sand, you know. But they go underground. I mean, the spirit world, see, they're less dense. You know, they're not like a tree. They're not like flesh. They're not like a rock. They're less dense. They're like transparent-like. So they could move through the ground, you know, just like other spirits can. So, uh... But I've seen a lot of stuff in the invisible dimension, hmm. like centaurs. Well, anyways, one last minute before we, we have under a minute. Anything you want to end on? And oh. then we could always do another show uh, or something. But uh, I wanted to do a, a quick 45-minute one. So that's the max I have on this account. Any last words, Neil? Yeah, uh, just to open our project, we're going to do some exploring with uh, the Jewish producer probably in the future, I hope. Yeah, man. And that way we find out some more things that no one really knows about, right? That's right. That's and, the way to go. Yeah, because I'm ready to do... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're already out there, man. That's so cool. Yeah. You're you're freaking out in the road. You got to you you want to use your time to the, you know the best way you can. Um how much time do you dedicate towards just kind of looking around at, at things? Are is that what you do? Well, yeah, I look at the stars and the moon and stuff. Um I mean, do you have a job to go back? Are you rushing back to get to work or like or is this something no, you're doing I, permanently? Yeah, I'm just retired now. I, I'm not working no more. You know, I'm getting wow, my man. Check or whatever. Dude, you got to so, monetize uh, what you're doing. Yeah, well, I'm the messenger, man. I mean, the buck stops with me. Because huh, uh, right. I'm the one that sees. I mean, like I'm trying to figure out how to, the metric mile, like the moon, how far the moon is really is. So... This is beyond human science that I'm dealing with, that I think it is. Uh, so, Well, hopefully you can um, kind of lead by example that, you know, you can live out on the road and do it and, and, you know, relay 
information. It's amazing to me that you're out there and you're able to communicate inf- really cool information from, you know, your friggin' car, right? I mean, is that your kind of your office right now? Yeah, I got a doorbell and every damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, I got, man. I got a tra- I got I gotta get some trash passing signs like don't knock until <laughs> the sun comes up and stuff. No soliciting, no soliciting. Uh, that's yeah. funny. All right, well, thanks, man. Uh, you're you're a fun dude to talk to. So we're gonna um, we're gonna keep going with this. There's so many I- really good ideas we can get into. So thanks again. going to shut down this recording. I'll be right back. Thank you all for listening. 